Welcome back to Honestly Alicia. I'm your host, Alicia, and honestly, it's all about relationship. Hey there. So I guess it only took me one one episode to go off of my format, my very highly structured format that I'd worked really hard on. But here we are. So enjoy a little bit of encouragement and acknowledgement about how tired we are and how hard we've been working. And then an invitation to pause and reflect and a reminder to take vitamin D. And don't forget to listen all the way to the end to hear a story about when I was at my son's football game at a predominantly white school. And there was only two black kids on the football team. And what happened? Like You can't make this stuff up. So I hope you'll be encouraged and feel seen. Honestly, Alicia. I don't think I'm the only one that's exhausted. So can we just acknowledge the work that we put into the holidays and the fatigue that comes with all the expectations? And I just want to acknowledge if you pushed through and now you're depleted, well done. You did it. You made it. You know, we're all transitioning. The kids are going back to school. Young adults are going back to college or work. Um, hopefully toddlers are going back to preschool. And we're all going to get back into a routine again. And I don't know about anyone else, but our family, we just do a lot better with a routine. I don't think we're the only ones. I feel like Thanksgiving to New Year's is just one big sprint. And I'm crawling across the finish line. I crawled and now I'm just laying there. You know how they, like the runners in the Olympics, they run across and then they like collapse. That's how I feel. And so just wondering if anyone else is there today. I just want to acknowledge the things that we are all managing And I know some of these will resonate with you and some of these won't. So whether it's, you know, travel, I, I had family members that were caught in the Southwest debacle of December, 2022, (laughs) or like if you drove and you were on a road trip to see family and you're driving back, you know, it doesn't always go the way that you think it's going to go. Um, that can be very exhausting. You know, we all navigated family dynamics if we were with family and even when it's good, it's still a lot. It's still a lot. And unless we've done our own internal work, um, maybe with a counselor or with a spiritual director or a, a mentor or something, being with our family of origin will bring up unresolved stuff. And so, you know, those buttons are going to get pushed when we're all together with our family members. It's just how it is. Maybe, take it to um, a wise person and help them untangle it for you so that you can move through it. So next year, uh, that button, if it gets pushed, it just won't, you won't react as much. Even if you held it in, I know you were reacting (laughs) because we all do. Yes. Travel, family dynamics, decorating and the stockings and the matching pajamas and the Christmas photo and the Christmas letter. If you do that, it's just it just feels like a lot. 
And can we just talk about all the food and the drink, all the treats, the treats and the sweets? It's, it's a lot. And <laughs> I feel like I've eaten more Chick-fil-A and pizza in the last few weeks than I really want to admit. It's just been a lot of eating and so much sugar. So that, as we all know, does affect us. And so I'm feeling kind of fatigued from that. Oh, another, another thing that we personally navigated this year, and I know so many people do. I just want to say, I see you. We were hosting something and as we were hosting something, there was a situation happening that my husband and I were having to navigate privately. And we just kept meeting like in the corner and trying to navigate it. And it's just so often, you know, we're, we want to have this public persona of joy and laughter and lightness. And, you know, it's like, there's just something running in the background all the time. If it's a crisis or if it's chronic pain or depression and anxiety, where you're like, I don't know if I can get up and do this, or I don't know if I'm going to make it through that situation. Those things are exhausting. And I want to acknowledge that it's real. And if you did it, well done. You managed. And one more thing that I feel like we just needs to be acknowledged. It's cold and it's dark. And so can we all just take a vitamin D? Let's just take vitamin D for the next few weeks, maybe a few months, depending on where you live. If you can't get outside, it just feels like it needs to be acknowledged. So as I look at all the things that I managed and all the things, the people that I love managed, I feel like now in the new year, it's just a moment to reflect back on what was not working. What would help me move towards health and healing and godliness and growth? You know, how am I setting up my life? What am I saying yes to? What am I saying no to? Okay. Here's my encouragement to you. Every single one of us can take a minute to breathe. And when you do it, stop everything else. Make your exhales longer than your inhales. If you're feeling kind of hyped up, um, a little hypervigilant, because as you do that and you blow out, you engage the parasympathetic nervous system, which is just the break on your nervous system through the holidays. I feel like I run in sympathetic and sympathetic is the gas pedal. It just may, you know, it's what keeps us going. We're moving fast. Go, 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 go. But when we do that, if we stay in that, that's how we end up getting depleted and close to burnout. Take a minute today and focus on your breathing. It sounds so simple, but it's really profound. And when we don't pay attention to it, we forget we forget to breathe deeply and then our body thinks that we are in danger. So the deep and slow breathing tells your body you're safe and slows everything down. It helps you to think clearer, helps you to react slower with more grace. I'm also going to give you permission to take a day and not be productive. We were not created to work seven days a week. We were created to play to rest, to rejoice, to disengage from electronics and social media and the news. 
if you can't take a day off because of work, maybe you could carve out an hour to do something that would feed your spirit. And can we all just consider incorporating the Sabbath this year? Perhaps you can't do it on Sunday. For our family, Sunday is a busy day. For a while, I had Monday be my Sabbaths because I would make it through the weekend and everybody's activities and all the, all the fun things. And then on Monday, the kids would go back and I would just stay in my pajamas and just rest and just breathe and get going again on Tuesday, being productive, doing everything I need to do. So I'm giving you permission if it works for your family and your situation to take a day off. If you can't even do that, could you at least consider planning a getaway? And that might be a few hours in nature once it warms up. My husband did a 12-hour walk. He got up at 5 a.m. and walked for 12 hours with no electronics. He put his phone on airplane mode and just talked to God. He stopped and journaled. He actually walked to a coffee shop and got a coffee. He had packed snacks and everything. You know, it doesn't have to be a 12-hour walk, but we can make time to do what fills us because we were created to pour out. We were created to work and love the people in front of us. But if we are so depleted, we can't even do that. And then we're not even doing our calling. And this can be at home with toddlers. This can be in business, at work. This could be in ministry. This could be a teaching. If you are completely depleted, you have nothing to give. So let's take care of our souls. Let's take care of our spirits. Let's take care of our bodies. They all work together. So consider what is one thing that you can do for the next three months that would help you grow or heal? If you are disconnected, how about joining a group? Join a Bible study? Join a support group? If you are overscheduled, perhaps it's saying no to something. The next opportunity that comes up, say no to it. If you're just struggling in general, find a spiritual mentor through your church, an older person that has beautiful fruit in their life and ask them to meet with you and then be open to what they have to tell you. And can we all just take a minute and reflect on our social media habits? How much time are we spending on social media? Perhaps it's time to set a timer. I have one on mine and then it just, that social media goes gray. And it's just such a good reminder, like, oh, I don't need to spend this time. I have other things to do. So all that to say, none of it is in any way to add to an already full plate. I want to acknowledge how hard we have all worked to make it to the finish line and say you have permission to rest. And when you're done resting, take a few minutes to reflect and see what you can do, what you can tweak. What incremental change can you make to move towards healing and growth and health? 
it's time for a segment called what is happening okay so this fall my son was new to playing football at this school and it's we live in a predominantly white area and um my two children who are adopted are black and so my son he was born in haiti so he's very dark so on the team um there's another kid that's adopted and he's also about the same skin tone um dark chocolate and we actually know that family and the rest of the kids are you know when they're wearing their football clothes and you can only see like their wrists and their ankles <laughs> and so it's just my kid and the other kid that we know um, that you could tell that they you know had matching skin tones so I have no judgment for how this all went down it's just hilarious just being being an adoptive parent transracial family there's just some things that happen and it's it's always so funny and you just think hmm so um we're sitting in the stands and my son wasn't playing a ton and the other adopted kid was and since i know him and i know his family i've known him since he was a toddler i was really cheering for him you know, so I'm saying his name and I'm cheering for him and I'm clapping every time the other kid <laughs> does something good. And after a while, all the families around us, everyone was high-fiving us and saying, like, good job, he's doing so great. And <laughs> I just remember my dad was with us. I just remember looking at my dad and I was like, I think they think he's our kid. And so I just went with it for a while and was like taking the high fives from all the other parents because I was like, whatever, you know. Um, but after it just kept going on and finally then my son was in and, you know, he did something and we're like cheering for him and I realized no one was high fiving us. They, were, they didn't know that he was our kid. They thought the other kid was our kid. It was just awkward. And so finally, you know, maybe like the fifth, sixth, seventh time, he did well and everyone was high-fiving us and like saying, way to go, mom and dad. <laughs> I finally was like, he's not our son. And it was so awkward because it was like, I kind of like said it to everyone, but maybe like to one person and, and then they felt awkward and I felt awkward and we all just kept high-fiving and I was like here we are <laughs> so anyway after that I made it made it clear oh my gosh maybe that's why you have to wear those buttons they were offering us to buy buttons at the beginning of the season which I'm from the northwest and I we always played soccer I didn't know about the buttons I don't know if that's like you live close to Texas that's a thing feel free to let me know if it is but the buttons with your kids picture on them and like you know but I was like I don't get it I don't do that whole like Texas sparkle button rhinestone thing and so <laughs> but 
maybe that's why they have the buttons. Well, I'm glad you guys could be here while I unraveled this situation um, and be an audience to the awkwardness that is my life. Join me next time when I interview two young adults that are Gen Z. You'll hear parts of their story and how they are navigating the world that they live in in Southern California and how they're doing it as believers. Hopefully you will be encouraged by their faith and their strength. They don't have it all figured out, but they do love Jesus and they're doing their best. Thanks for spending your valuable time listening in. Honestly, Alicia.